I do regret one thing, man. I did not bring a bottle of water up here. And it's gonna get hot. YouTube Glow Gang. MFFLs. I'm sorry, Glow Yard. I, I got it, King. Don't look, man. Don't jump me, man. I got this, bro. I got it. We'd like to welcome y'all to a brand spanking new episode, guys, where we talk mass here on the Glow Mass Production. Of course, you guys already know who I be. You see the name up here. What, what's that, King? Right here. It is your boy Real. And joining me, of course, is the man, the main, the main man of the show with the crisp Jaden Hardy, uh, was it uh, Ignite jersey, G League Ignite? It is my boy King. What's up, man? Nothing much, brother. Let's talk about these maps. Yes, sir. Man. Oh, also, right. sorry. Hold up. Real quick. Yeah, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm cutting myself over, short. Man. I apologize. Uh, also, for everybody that cannot watch our beautiful faces, please follow us on every single one of your favorite streaming platforms. We're available on every one of them. From Apple to Amazon to Anchor and anything in between, Spotify as well as above my partner's nice head. Uh, pause, but keep going on that one, brother. Oh man, that was good. I need that one. But yeah, like you guys, you you heard him. Listen, guys. Also on, uh, shout out to the man in the chair. He told me if I don't say this, then uh, he's gonna he's gonna fire me. So I gotta say this. But uh, you guys can now, I know a lot of you guys were asking how you can support the channel in a different way. Um, we are now taking donations through the streaming of our podcast now, guys. So if you guys are following us on podcast, you guys can give us a little donation on the podcast for the uh, for the streaming uh, side of it. Not on YouTube, but if you're streaming it on the different podcast streaming services, guys. So if you find it in your heart to donate a little bit, guys, we definitely appreciate that. Um, we try to put in a lot of work for this channel. Yes, he came with the heart, man. We definitely appreciate that. So if you guys are listening to us on the podcast streaming services, guys, if you find in your heart to place a little donation, you now can do that now with uh, the different streaming services. Uh, let's see. What else am I missing, bro? I think that's probably about it, King, man. You ready to get into it? Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, guys, if you're new to the channel, if you're new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, guys. Uh, that'll go a long way. On our way to our, uh, the next goal of getting to our first 800 on our way to 1,000. Also, guys, if you enjoy the content, why don't you go ahead and hit that like button, guys. That'll help us out a lot. That'll help us build up the algorithm. That'll help us reach more and more mad fans like yourself out there to join the Go Yard, the Glow Yard family, guys. So that'll help us out a lot, too. All right, King, you ready to get into it, man? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let me know if you actually are ready, man. If you're not ready, man, let me know. Okay, he said you're ready. All right. So listen, guys. Uh, today, so this question that uh, we opposed here on this show was something that was brought up on our Spaces session on Sunday. Uh, if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, what are y'all guys doing? Uh, we have our Spaces. We have another kind of mini show on Twitter called Spaces. Uh, you guys can follow us on there. Y'all can join our spaces, and you actually can interact with us. You actually can talk with us on the show, guys. So, uh, but yeah, we had uh, somebody brought up an interesting uh, topic during spaces, and I was like, you know what? This might be a great topic to to talk about here on the show. And it's right now the way things are constructed with the Mavericks and the teams in the West, knowing what we know now. Where do we see the Dallas Mavericks placing in the West next year? So. To help us with that, King, we're going to need some visuals. Okay. So I pulled uh, – this is the roster – I'm sorry, not roster. This is the standings 
from last season. So kind of give you an idea of, you know, where we were last year compared to, you know, what we think will happen this year. So it kind of gives you an idea of, like, teams you knew fell off who could be good this year. Gives you an idea of all that. So here's what the – this is what the standings looked like uh, last year right here. So, of course, I know Phoenix was number one, Grizzlies two, Warriors three, Dallas was four, Jazz was five, Nuggets was six, War, uh, Timberwolves was seven, Pelicans were eight, Clippers were nine, Spurs were ten, Lakers 11, Kings 12, and the Blazers were 13. I stopped right there, man, for a reason because, you know, those are going to probably be the teams we're going to have to compete with this year in the West. So there you go, man. Um, let's get into a King. So looking at this, the standings right here from last season, knowing what we know, just kind of what do you – who on that list do you think Dallas will be better than right now? Just as things are constructed right now. Um, I think as constructed, regular season record, I mean, the Mavs could be better than all of them. Um, it's just uh, it's just so close, man. Like the, I just think the Western Conference is so close. Uh, we had Phoenix that pulled away a little bit. Uh, Memphis did a little bit as well. But <clears throat> it was just pretty bunched up between the rest of them, as you see. Uh, between games won and games lost. I also think you discredited the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I think they're going to take a step and uh, fight for that. Oh, at least yeah. play I, in I think I just had on the bottom down there. I think it just cut off. Okay, but I think they're going to fight for a play-in uh, tournament position this year. Um, Blazers should, with a healthy Damian Lillard, even if they don't win championships, should you know play for a playoff position. Uh, I think the Lakers are probably, if the guys stay healthy, will at least play for a playoff position. Um, currently constructed, I think Utah could possibly make the playoff if they get rid of Donovan Mitchell, and they're probably completely out of it. Uh, and then there's just a whole bunch of that, everybody else. Like uh, the Clippers, a big what if, obviously, to see what they're going to do. I still don't think they're going to be, like, ridiculous with the regular season wins because I think they're going to, you know um, – take care of guys and make sure Kawhi Leonard misses, misses games and things of that nature. Uh, the Pelicans are a wild card team for me. I think they're going to win quite a few games possibly if they keep the same squad um, and everyone stays healthy because of their offense. I think their offense is going to be very good. Uh, I think the Timberwolves are going to win games as well. Um, I think the Timberwolves should win over 50 games uh, next year. Again, they may not have a successful playoff run, but I think they'll win over that. Nuggets are, again, a wild card because of how Jamal Murray plays. And uh, Michael Porter Jr. being back at all, uh, and, and and staying healthy. Um, Golden State is still be in the mix. I think. I don't know if they'll play for the number one seed, but they'll still be in the mix uh, no matter what. They're older guys now, so they probably won't be able to play as many games to get the number one seed. And then even with Jaron Jackson Jr. missing time for the Grizzlies, I think the Grizzlies are still going to be uh, a decent squad and play and be okay. Um, they may not be as good defensively, and they may not go like twenty and five or 25 and five, whatever they did without John Morant. Uh, but I still think they'll be a decent uh, team. And I think their guys will get a little bit better as well, um, even around John Morant. So it's just bunched up. Um, I can see the Mavericks coming out hot. It's all about coming out hot, really. If they come out hot and uh, win from the beginning, then they could be they should be playing for one of the top four seeds. If we struggle out of the gate, then we may be playing for, you know, five, six, Hopefully, I don't think 
I don't think the team is going to fall beneath six with Luke on the team uh, as long as he doesn't miss, excuse me, too much ridiculous amount of time or anything like that. But other than that, uh, I think we should at least finish six. But starting out of the gate hot, Mavs have to start the gate hot. If we start the gate hot, we could play for the number one seed, tell you the truth. Yeah, it's kind of funny you said that because I was thinking that. Because remember, this season, Dallas came out the gate slow. And they had to work their way back into getting up to the fourth. Well, really to the third, because it was third for a game or whatever. And then, you know, they uh, fell back down to four. But for them to come out the bottom, man, to get, move all the way up to a, a, you know, home court advantage in the first round, like you said, they just came out the gate the way they they finished the season. Ain't no telling what Dallas could have finished. Um, just looking at this list here, man, there's, I'm not worried about the Spurs. Um, somebody else. Oh, in the Jazz. So you, I think you could take those two teams out. If I'm looking at it, I, I think the Suns are gonna come back down to the to the pack because you know with the whole Chris Paul thing, him not being, him kind of showing his age and kind of hitting that wall in the middle of the playoffs. Um, a lot of people have it like the Warriors and the Clippers might be like one or two in the West. Um. Some people are starting to pick the Kings to kind of be in there too. I I'm not sure about that one. No, no. Um, I could probably see them being in the play in, but I don't know about them being in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, uh. The Pelicans, like you said, it's going to depend. Like if Zion can stay healthy, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. I could see them fighting for like that six, seven, eight uh, range. Um. Who else? What what are you, what's your opinion on the Lakers? Um, I think if LeBron and AD are healthy, they're going to make the playoffs. Like I, I the just playoff, think they have to be in the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs as long as LeBron James no and AD are healthy. Playoffs. Nah, absolutely. If they're healthy, like I mean, playing majority of the year, they should make the playoffs. I do believe they make the playoffs. So what you got them at like uh, top four? No, I don't have them as top four. Um. I have them bottom four. I have them bottom like two. I think they're gonna it's gonna be like a successful season for LeBron and to make the eighth seed. I think that's how the Lakers are gonna play this year. But I, I don't I don't like fear them. I don't think they're one of the teams that fight for the top four seeds. Not currently constructed. No, I do not. Right. Unless Scottie Pippen Jr. is just amazing. And he's just, just well, unless they make that Miles Turner uh Buddy Hill trade that's been going around rumored to be happening. Yeah. If that happens, um, yeah. Look, this is currently constructed. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about currently constructed. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. The Nuggets, I'm still – I mean, you told me that, you know, you you one of the ones who told me, and I heard somebody else say this today. It was like, look what the Nuggets did without Porter and um, Jamal Murray. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not scared of the Nuggets, man. I'm really not. Um. This is going to definitely be a prove-it year for uh, for Jokic, not only in the regular season, but, well, regular season not so much going to be playoffs. Like, he's going to have to show up in the playoffs, but we're talking about regular season here, like him getting the seeding. I can see the Nuggets maybe finishing between four and six. I don't see them being a play. Like, something's got to, like, drastically happen. Like, Jokic got to be missing a leg, and then both Porter and uh, Murray going to have to be out. And like you said, too, it's going to depend on which Murray they get. Like, which Murray are we getting? You know what I'm saying? So, 
Porter, you can kind of, it's like a coin flip. Is he going to be able to play? Is he not because of injuries? Like you said in the last video, you know, he's been having back injuries since high school. Like, this has been a problem for him since high school. This is the reason why he dropped in the draft. He's supposed to be like top three in the draft, uh, in Luca's draft. But because he had those back injuries in college where he didn't play a lot of games, which also was a uh, came from him being in high school, he also had those back injuries. You know, that's why he fell down on the 14th. That's why the Nuggets took a chance on him as the last pick in the lottery. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's going to really depend on him because they paid him a lot of money, man. They paid him a lot of money for him to be that guy, to be one of them guys. You know what I'm saying? Like you said last time, you got money tied between him and Murray. Like, we know Yoga's going to go out there and do his thing, but what them two guys going to do? So, yeah. it's really going to depend on the situation with those two, where they gonna, where they're going to fall. The one team that's got kind of got me intrigued, King, you brought this up, was the Timberwolves. I'm interested to see how that dy- uh, dynamic of um, Rudy and Cat together, playing together, is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Moving Rudy to – I mean, uh, moving Cat to his nat- pretty much his natural position. He's really a four. Um, he's not a great rim protector or anything, so now they got a guy like that that's going to complement their perimeter defenders. And so that might work bode well for the Timberwolves, man, where Rudy might not have to be left on the island anymore. He's going to have uh, perimeter guys now to help him on defense. So Timberwolves going to be scary, man. Um, they got the offensive firepower, and now they have the defense. Um, it's only it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to work. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. That's how I see it working with the Timberwolves. And it has Bro, to work. It, yeah, he does. Exactly. I just about to say that. And what did we say? What did we say in the last video? Oh, one, a couple videos ago, we said, look, this is one of the moves that if it don't work, somebody getting fired, bro. Like you, it, it has to work. Like we we put a, all our chips in the middle of the table, bro, and it has to work. Um, other than that, like what, what do you think about the uh, the Blazers? You think you think they'll move up or? Yeah, I think they should fight uh, again. Healthy Damian Lillard, I think they should fight for a playoff spot. I don't think they're a, another team, not a top four team, no. Uh, but I do think they fight for a playoff spot. So with all that being said, if you had to call it right now, where do you see Dallas finishing? Or let me, let me do this. Let's do this. Let's just go down the line. Let's go down the line. I'm going to ask you this because this is what I did with the guys on uh, Spaces. Is Dallas better than the Suns? Is, are the Mavericks better than the Suns? Will they be better than the Suns? They're still going to be around that. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I'm going to say yes, only because of the last record of us playing them. So, yes. That's what I was thinking. Would it be better than the Grizzlies? I don't know. Now, I'm factoring See, I, in I'm factoring in the, the uh, Triple J effect if him not playing. Now, I know I know they did good with him out, and they did good with, with uh, Morant out. But I look at it like this. They're still a young team. And remember – you were the hunter last year. People see what you did. You're going to be the hunted coming up. I, I, let me, I'll answer just straight like this. From what I see right now, I think the Mavericks stay where they are. Yep. If I had to choose it, I'm saying they stay where they are. I'm going to say Dallas going to finish out of four or five. That's what I'm, I say they stay where they are. I'm going to say four because I, want, I think they can win the first round series. So I'm going to say four. To be honest with you, I think they can win the first round series even at five. I think they could win it at five, but I'm going to say it just because it makes them the favorite by saying four right now. Oh, okay, yeah. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's I'm not going into it as far as matchup. That's why I was saying about the Suns. This, if the Suns win 70 games next year, we're not going to sit here and say, well, last year the Mavericks beat them in the in uh conference finals if the Mavericks won 42 or something like that. You see what I'm saying? Like the season still hasn't played out, so we have to go based off just how I think it's going to happen. And I think the Mavericks can be the fourth best team in the West next year. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, that's what my mind is right now, the fourth. It's going to depend on a lot of factors, man. If Dallas, if Dallas here in the next maybe week or so comes up when we, we see another trade come down, like say they get a Beverly and a Bogdan or something, my mind going to change. But yeah, right now, it's, it's, as it's constructed, like we said, I'm with you. I, I got him at four. Um, and it's also going to depend on like that. What step is Christian Wood going to take? Yeah. Um, if he could take that next step that we think he can take, I got Dallas. Definitely got Dallas at four. So you, the Mavs won 52 games last year, right? Um, mm-hmm. How many games do you think they win this year? 55 at the most. If they can get Vegas there. right now has them uh, over under at 47. You think they get over that? Man, I don't want to sound homerish. I'm going to say mean, 55. You're going to say 55? I, I think it's going to be a lot of teams and it's going to be 50. Like, I think 8 through uh, 1 is going to be 50s. I think it'll be, it's going to be like that year where when Golden State won like 50 games, they were like the 8 seed. I think it's going to be like one of them cases because so many teams are coming back healthy next year. So I would agree with you on that, but the reason that happened before is because the Eastern Conference wasn't that great. Uh, with the Eastern Conference getting better now, they, you can't just have 50 wins up and down the West with the East right. having 50 win teams as well. So, eesh, that's why. That's, oh man, this is. And so I told hard. you too. I think after we won 50 games this year, I think it's going to be one of those cases with Luca, like how Dirk would. Yeah, we keep yeah. it. That's why I was. That's why I said 55 just to get a little better. Maybe, but yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, lie say, to you I right think, now. I, 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 I definitely think they're gonna win over 52. I wouldn't bet. So you have a definite? I don't have a definite. I'm gonna say 50 is my mark of. I'm. I would definitely try to go on that. Them winning 50. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna win 50. I think that's a given. I just don't. 50, you know what I'm saying like I don't know if we. So I don't so, okay, know. So, so they they win 51 and then get like the fifth seed. What's what's what kind of season is that to you? I mean, it's what I expected. Like, I, I expect them, with this current roster, I expect them to compete for the second round in the playoffs. That's what I expect the Mavericks to do right now. So, with this, no matter where they go, 50, 51, whatever, I think they should compete for a second round. Um, I, I'm really big. Like I told you, my mind would switch, and it would sway real quick if we get another ball handler. Like, I really think our bench is going to suffer right now. Um, without another ball handler, uh, we need that. And if the ball handler could be another defensive guy, that'd be great. And my mindset goes back to we can be the number one seed, real tough, with that hole. It's just that big of a hole. As I told you, it's not it's not JB and it's not his skill. Not to talk about him, I know folks are getting tired of him. It's like he's a curse word now, but um, it's just his role. Like I just need someone to fill his role so the the game plan can be what it needs to be. And if we get that guy somehow through trade or signing someone or however we get it, then I'll be more, you know, optimistic about the squad going into next year. And I think we are. I really think we are. I just think right now, just like I said, currently constructed, you're asking my opinion on that, and I'm saying around four. Uh, but I think once we get the piece, we we get we can compete for the number one seed like anybody else. 
So the level, I, I know we're not going to get this. I know it's going to be hard to get this guy. I'm not saying we're going to get him. I'm just, throwing this, I'm just throwing this out here to kind of gauge where, how far you would move up with a certain type of player. Mm-hmm. If we had a Colin Sexton with this team right now, where are we at? I think with any of those guys. So I think we can compete, we can compete for a number one seed with Colin Sexton on the team. I think we can compete with a number one seed with uh, Patrick Beverly on the team. I think with any of those guys that filled that hole, that need, that another ball handler, I think we can compete for a number one seed. I agree. I, even without even without the other defensive guy, because we have another defensive guy. But even though we we didn't get a wing defender, we got Javale McGee, which will then help whoever he's out there playing with at any time. So, I'm I'm I still think we become a better team. Like I know folks are, are still going into Christian Woods better than uh, JB. That's fine. He is. I actually agree he's better than JB. I think he's going to be better by the end of his career. But his the role, I'm missing that role, that piece, that important piece. Like I said, it doesn't even have to be a JB. It can be a Patrick Beverly. And he fits it, and he makes the the chain or the links or whatever churn and work. So we just need that piece, bro. I agree, man. All right. Uh, you ready to get into this, man? You do this, King. All right. You ready to get into these questions, these comments? Let's do it. I'm about to say you all brand new with this on the screen without still being able to talk. I like it. I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Hey, every once in a while, man, you know what I'm saying? I got to I gotta surprise you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little, little razzle-dazzle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how we do this, man. If you got any questions, you got any comments, guys, hit us with the WTM, guys. You already know how we do it. If your brand's ranking new to the channel. Uh, and we finna get ready to get this thing popping, King. You ready? Absolutely. Let's start with Jeffrey, man. He said, "What's up? Always love your content. Appreciate it, Jeffrey, man. We definitely appreciate the support, man. Exactly. Definitely appreciate exactly. the support. Support. He also says, Glow Yard. Now, I hope that, I hope that kind of, hope y'all can kind of get used to that, man. I'm still, I'm still getting it used is, to the King been uh, around the house uh, screaming Glow Yard all hey, day, yeah. man. So y'all make sure y'all uh, go I'm hard in the Glow Yard." Man. Make sure you go hard sure. in the glow yard. Come on, man. Stop playing. <laughs> Malcolm, what's good, man? He said, glow yard uh, at work tonight. Run it back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Uh, Jeff Russell says, you still think Spencer Dinwiddie could be our second best player? Saw that he was in the uh, in the lab playing with KD, working on his game. I think he'll have a better season this year for sure yeah. with uh, a bigger role. Um, as far as second best player, I'm not sure. Going to be a toss up between him and Christian Wood. Talent wise, Christian Wood is our second best player, but uh, we got to, we got to see how, that, how we got to see how the offense and stuff runs with him in there now because this is different from last year, y'all. We actually have a guy now at that position that is a threat on offense that doesn't have to go have to go through Luca. You know what I'm saying? So. We do have to see how how kid and them want to operate, and having two big guys now in the star lineup, we definitely have to see how that how that uh, offense operates. They're solidified, bro. They're solidified. Uh, Lucas is number one. Uh, Christian Woods number two. Spencer Dinwiddie is number three. Spencer Dinwiddie solidified himself as the number three last year when I was telling you guys that, and uh, JB became the number two, and now we just plugged a different guy in the number two role. I don't think we're gonna go all season with that question and who's the number two guy between Spencer and whatever. I think Christian Woods is number two and Spencer is number three. I think they're fine with that. Spencer's starting now. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I can't argue that, bro. 
Uh, RC said, "What up, Glow? What's good, man? What is good? What up, RC?" Uh, St- uh, Steven says, uh, what's the word in the new acquisition? Does he cook? Uh, the, new, the new guy we just got, uh, they played for Memphis and uh, Portland or whatever. Oh, in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, for what it looks like, man, he can operate off the bounce. So, yeah. he's, a, he's a scorer for sure. Uh, he, he's kind of in that same vein of a, a Jalen Hardy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, from what I've seen, man, I, he, he like he got a little skill to him. He's 26, so you don't have to too much have to groom them up type thing. You can help develop them a little bit more. Like, you know, how, you know, uh, Jason Kidd and them did JB and they did Dodo and those guys, you know, they groomed them up. You can groom this guy up. He has the potential, man. He can score. He can shoot. He can, he looks like he can score on all levels too. So yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a nice little pickup. Not really expecting too much from him because he's a two way guy, but yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh, Queen just says, uh, glow yard. Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna get used to it. He said, "Who's coming off the bench and who's the sixth man for uh, D next season? Probably Tim. I'll probably be Tim. I just don't know who's dribbling the ball off the bench. I have no clue. Uh, Tim, uh, all the Tim this offseason is now going to work, work on his uh, facilitating. He'll get you about ten assists now. Got you. So we we getting Tim Hardaway Senior, my man." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we get, bro. That's what we get. Jeffrey says, "I feel like Nico would surprise us soon with a trade that will make uh, make this team uh, deeper. Someone we didn't expect." And I, Jeffrey, I've been saying that it's what it's what Dallas are known for. They hit you with these trades that you didn't even think of. You know, like, oh, we finna get Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, and then they prime. What? Where did it come from? I didn't even know that was that was a thing. So yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Yeah, something positive happening soon. We've been down. This is quiet right now. Somebody gonna make a move, man. Yeah. Uh, Amount says uh, the Lakers trade Westbrook for Powell, Berton, the THJ. They're guaranteed a a guaranteed a chip. Let's get the narrative out there. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's help him out with that, man. I don't know. Oh, Tim man, McMahon said go. that. Uh, Tim McMahon though said that the Mavericks have. Yeah, but you know, again, but again, bro, you know how it goes with the Mavericks. The Mavericks keep it closed lips, so. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, Johnny B just says, uh, kind of late tonight. Yeah, man. I talk, look, we got jobs, y'all. We got jobs, man. I, I, yeah. We try to get on as, as, as quick as we can, man. Uh, Deshaun says, uh, to be honest, I see Dallas as a 5 or 6 seed at best. Could be higher depending on Wood, three-point shooting, and McGee's ability to put rim protect and switch on defense. And, and, that's, and that's what I was saying, Deshaun. Like, it's going to really depend on – you know, we we, we kind of see this expectation for you said you said uh JaVel McGee. Yeah, we do have for him too because he's gonna he's supposed to do something that the uh the white power didn't do. And he's supposed to be able to protect the rim to where our perimeter defenders can be a little bit more aggressive and not have to worry about having to keep continuing to to scramble so much on defense, which makes them use a lot of energy. I can focus primarily on the perimeter now because I got a defender right there which is why a lot of people think that Minnesota's going to do better because now you have a, a rim protector right there that's going to open up the game now for, for uh, guys like Cat who don't have to keep scrambling around and have to worry about protecting the rim, something that's not his strength. And I think this is what JaVale McGee's going to do for us, man. He's going to help do something that we were missing sorely this year, which was rim protection and rebounding. And I think he's very solid in that in a, in a, in a small, limited time that he's going to play. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. 
got a question for you, bro, for the next before the next question. Is uh JaVel McGee better than Kavon Looney? I think he is. I do too. All right. Kavon Looney just excellently fit his role, man. And you gotta remember too, Kavon Looney's been in that system for how long? A few years now. Yeah, it's been a minute, bro. Uh, Jeffrey says, uh, I kind of like the lineup with Lucas Spencer, Dodo, Wood, and McGee with Reggie and THJ coming off the bench first. Uh, replace Spencer Dinwiddie and McGee with, uh, with, uh, and when Luca needs breathing, uh, bring Spencer back in. Yeah, that's what we were saying, uh, Jeffrey. Like, we would like that, but you don't have another ball handler to, to pair with Luca. Because remember, we had three ball handlers that you could rotate out, and now you only got really two competent ball handlers now in Spencer and in Luca. You know what I'm saying? So we just go like I said, hopefully Dallas can do something here, man, in the next maybe few weeks or so. You know what I'm saying? That way we can we we will feel a little bit better. Like I said, I think that's a that's a one glaring hole or they can get like say a Patrick Beverly or somebody like that. I think I would feel a whole lot better about this season coming up. Because Patrick Beverly help your defense too. I think he'll make the defense better with his energy. Uh, yeah, I don't um I mean, I like I like the lineup that Jeff gave. I just I just hope Reggie plays better off the bench this year than he did last yeah. year. If that happens, like I just yeah. remember that experiment with Reggie, and we were like, "This is a this is a failure." Like Josh Richardson all over again. Because so, remember, Tim started over him. Remember, and then they benched Tim yeah. and they put him in. Yep. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Johnny B says, uh, "Unless it's versus the Clippers, the Mavs will win this first playoff." Uh, oh my god. First playoff series, Johnny's still scared, man. He's still scared. They're gonna beat. They're gonna. So that mean they're gonna beat Golden State too, Johnny B. You got to beat Golden Golden State. Everybody but the Clippers, Johnny. So that mean they're gonna beat Golden State, the the world champs. Uh, let's see. Johnny B also says, "Oh wait, oh uh, the Mavs will uh, be a fifty win team next season." Boogie. Oh yeah, I believe it too, Johnny. I believe it too. I don't think they're gonna win. I think everybody, everybody believes that they better be. Yeah. yeah, they better if Luke, be. If, I, I'm if telling Luke you, what, I, healthy, what I tell y'all over the I mean, over, yeah. Remember, I told you, I said I think after this season, I don't, I don't, I don't see Luca having a team that's under five, uh, fifty anymore. I really do. I really think they're yeah. gonna win fifty more, fifty or more, like how Dirk used to do in his prime. So yeah, until until probably later in his career. Yeah. Uh, hope you hope you don't have two bad legs like Dirk. Uh, Melissa says, "Hey, God, glad to join tonight." Yes, ma'am. Glad to have you, Melissa. We're definitely glad to have you. Um, you see, a mouse says, "Real, did you say uh, Bogdan and Bev? If that happens, I think <laughs> we're the slight favorite over. You say over, yeah. uh, over Golden State to win the chip. Man, listen, man, if they pull man. that off, you're right. We we probably are the favorite. I'm I'm dead serious. Oh, I, I am too. I told you, if you get something like that, that's that. You almost then that man that add to the depth. Oh my god, man. Hold up. And also, uh, Bogdan can uh, play make as well. Yep. Both of them can play make. Like I said, we're not asking you to go out there and get your, you know, 10, 11, 12 assists like Steve Nash or nothing. But I I used this example during, uh, you know, during the playoffs when I told y'all, look at the way Golden State is built. You had all these players. Remember, at one point, their whole starting five had like five assists each. And that's what we're talking about. Where you have you gonna have so many people who not only can can handle the ball, but if you can dish in about three, maybe four assists here or there, that's gonna open up your offense. That's gonna take pressure off of Luca. We talked about that before. And like you said, Bardock can go out there and get his own. Pat can get his own. 
Both of them can, like you said, can facilitate a tiny bit. Both of them can shoot. You know what I'm saying? So, and then uh, Patrick Bellamy can help with uh, Dodo and Reggie being our three defensive. But uh, Dodo, Reggie, uh, and Javale. I'm gonna throw Javale in there too. Is being our defensive staples. You know, even Josh Green you can, and and uh and uh, Frank throw them guys in there too. They can be your defensive staple, bro. Like I'm, just, man. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, man. They got them too, man. Uh, Jeffrey says I got them winning 56 wins. Okay. Me and King said no more than about 55. I can probably see that. I can definitely see that. If everything goes right, I, th- I think they can get there. Like high ceiling, I can see 56. Low ceiling, I'm not going no lower than 50. I told y'all with them pieces, we get the piece to fill. We still can compete for 60 games. Uh, Jeffrey says where uh, where we're lacking in the playoffs, rebounding in size, and we uh, we won getting two big guys. Yeah. Because now instead of you yeah. having given your majority of your big minutes to Dwight Powell and Maxi Cleaver, now you got Christian Wood and JaVale McGee. And yes. JaVale McGee has championship pedigree, and Christian Wood one of the most talented big men in the league. Yes. So we got better, Jeffrey, on that side of the ball, as you said, but I just feel like we got worse on another side of the ball. So I don't want you – we did get better at certain things, but at the same time, you guys have to understand that two things can happen at one time. We no longer have three ball handlers anymore. Like, that was a big part of when our season changed last year was having three ball handlers. We no longer have that. So I'm just questioning, like, Spencer Dinwiddie was huge off the bench for games for us. Like, now I, you got to have Tim. Tim has to be huge off the bench all the time. He better win six-man of the year. Basically, I want Tim Hardaway Jr. to win six-man of the year. Tim better uh, look like his dad out there. I'm not playing with you, Kenny. <laughs> he better look like his dad, bro. He said, what do you think about the Grizzlies? Do you think the Mavs can contend against them? Oh, yeah, yeah I think we can. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I think we can. We did pretty good against them. Sorry, yeah. pretty well against them this past Since season. Luke's so, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about the Grizzlies. Since Luke has been in the league. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Steven says, you can't underestimate how uh, beneficial their playoff run was going into next season. Then Woody could be our secondary ball handler, and we got big down low with shooting ability uh, plus a better defense. Yeah, like I said, yeah, all all that's true, Stephen. We just we still need that one more ball handler, man. That that way, because yeah. who do you have facilitating off the bench? Yeah, Spencer the was the third. Spencer was the third ball handler last year. So yeah, we moved on to the second. We, we need – he can be our second ball in the league, right? But who's gonna be our third ball handler? Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny B says, even though I'm still not excited about the Dorsey sign, I'm intrigued about what he can bring to the table. If he can be a Reggie Bullet 2.0, at least Absolutely. that's a win. Absolutely. I, I think, like I said, Johnny, I think he got potential, man. I think I really do. Like you're not asking him to come out there and you know, you know, be a starting and playing like thirty something minutes a game. You're not asking him to do that. But yeah. you're asking him to develop his game and get better, man. And like you said, to contribute. You know, we got a lot of these guys who second round picks or weren't drafted and all that stuff, man. Just hey, just throw them in there with them guys and you see what they're doing. So hopefully, kid, them can develop him, man. We saw a lot of the potential he had overseas. I know overseas is different, but you know, basketball is basketball, man. If you can translate that over here into the NBA, man, I mean, the sky's the limit with the kid, man. So yeah, I like him. I, I like the fact that he's already. You know, pretty seasoned already. You know what I'm saying? That's no disrespect to AJ Lawson and them guys, but we see what this kid has done already with other grown men and also getting a taste of the NBA. So that's my thing. 
Chatter oh, says, King, you bogus for vanishing those spaces. First, it was real. Then you, we never going to have one of y'all both there the whole time. Man. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be this. So, Johnny, I, I, I didn't hold it down, Johnny. I didn't hold it down. It's messed up. He he, uh, he, he discrediting you, bro. But, uh, yeah, I know, Johnny, man. next time, Sunday, I'm going to be there. This past Sunday, my phone died on y'all. If you notice, I tried to join back in. But, well. And Rel handles this, not really as much as spaces. So when I got back in, I couldn't talk and he I didn't have permission to talk and I couldn't tell him because it's I have issues with too much of my phone technology and all. So I had to get off at that point. But I'll be back on there Sunday, trust me. I have everything set up. Uh Johnny B said the THJ disrespect on Twitter has been disgusting. The receipt bias is crazy. They forgot uh, when JB was unplayable and the unicorn was a statue. Tim averaged 17 the whole. Uh, oh, average 17 points per game the whole, uh, being guarded by Kawhi mostly. Yeah, mm. but recently biased. What did he do this past season, though, Johnny? I, was, I think that's what everybody's kind of, kind of, kind of going to because last year was before this season that just passed. So everybody's talking about this season. Like, what, what did he do? Like, we were expecting him to take – because he, he was a candidate for sixth man of the year the prior season. Yeah. And this season, it was just like, so when are we going to get to – when are you going to catch that hot streak that we normally see you catch? And he didn't do that. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. About. I agree with both of you. Um, I agree with Rel is w- what he said as far as uh, Tim Hardaway having not the greatest season last year. Um, we expected him, like you said, to be like in the six man conversation and have a, he, I think we were talking during the season a lot saying that he never really got hot. We were expecting the hot streaks of the, you know, the up and down. He was never getting, we came on the show a few times and said that, like, bro, I kept asking you, bro, we were going to get this hot Tim Hardaway that we used to get all the time, man. When is he going to show up? But Johnny B, I am intrigued by him this year. I want to see what he does. And, um, you know, if he can come and have a hot streak, maybe I told, I told Rob before, maybe because he was cold last year, maybe hot this whole year and have a special Tim Hardaway Jr. But there's one thing I do disagree with you, Johnny B, about. Uh, Kawhi was not guarding him mostly. Uh, he was getting a bunch of his open shots because Kawhi was guarding uh, your boy, the unicorn, who was standing there like a statue. That was one of the reasons why um, your boy R.C., Rick Carlisle, thought he could uh, play Kate. Well, sorry, I'm going to say his name. Uh, street clothes that way. He thought he would take Kawhi out the game uh, as far as being able to not guard uh, Luka or whatever. So. Right. I don't think it was Kawhi defending him. If he was Kawhi was defending him, he probably have, probably wouldn't have as good of a, a playoffs as he did have. So, but I'd love to see what he does this year, though, Johnny B. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Johnny B says I really want to see Theo get some actual minutes. I think he's better than what people think. Mm. Right, pass on that, not, Johnny. Not over anybody else. We got Johnny B. Yeah, I wouldn't play him over anybody else. That's <laughs> too said bring JJ Bray out of retirement. I I don't know about that one. Yeah, don't no, no, no stay retired, man. I think JJ man about what 37, 38 now. I think he up there now. Yeah, he should be close to forty, but he uh, he should be a coach. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, he can be a coach. That's fine. Yeah, bring him bring him in as a coach. Uh, Johnny says I'm not scared of Golden State. I think we can run it back with this team. We could beat them. We just made mistakes that series, especially game. Uh, two and three, we should have won those both. Especially two, especially game two, we should have won that. Yeah. 
That's the one kind of. I, I still contest. Like if we had just tied it up two two, man, but then we can kind of see where things could have yeah. went. Man. It went six seven. We we done one game too. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey said, "What are the chances Hardy gets any minutes?" I think having Green on the team, he probably won't see much. I think he would be uh, better with a. Uh, wait, no, what do you say? Oh, better with a better point guard around him. No, I, I agree, Jeffrey. I I just. I don't think it's this year. I don't. I don't think it's this year. Like I said before on previous uh, shows, I, I think he's still kind of raw. Like he needs a lot of work. So don't be surprised if y'all see him kind of go dip down into the G League a few times, man, and kind of get his game work. Because um, yeah. uh, the Mavericks and the G League team work well together as far as like they try to implement their system in the G League, so that way he kind of still gets a feel of the system while also trying to work on his game while he's down there. Because it's not going to do him any good just sitting on the bench. So you want him to get some playing and some exposure and stuff like that. So probably the best thing to do for him is to kind of dip down into the G League every so often, man, and kind of get that. Because Josh Green did that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then y'all see, played a little bit in the playoffs. So just kind of doing something like that, man, to kind of get his exposure and try to get him some some reps and all that stuff, man, in the actual games going to probably be the best the thing for him. Because I, I don't really see yeah. him being a major contributor like that, man. Yeah, I think the best thing for uh, Jaden Hardy would be if Josh Green struggled this year again. Um, I don't think he's going to struggle this year. I think Josh Green is going to have a big turnaround year this year. I'm hoping at least. Uh, but that would be the best thing for Jaden Hardy if he got the opportunity. Um, I think that's really more insurance for, uh, like we said, for Josh Green. I think like you said, Ralph, when it first happened, you felt like uh, Jaden Hardy was really insurance for Josh Green to get him pushed right and to get him to that step now because it's now what his third year or fourth year. This is this is third year, right? Oh wait, this is, this yeah, 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 this yeah. Is our, third year. Josh yeah. Green, third year. So yeah, it's about time for him to start showing what type of NBA player he is. So um, I think that's the Jaden Hardy. I'm not expecting much. I said, as you said, Ralph, from Jaden Hardy. I think in the years to come, he'll be someone. But um, I think a lot in the G League. I think he's going to be dominant in the G League this year, actually. Uh, Johnny B says uh, you did great, real. The spaces we had well, was great. Yeah, man. I'm pumped to see it up. Don't pump his head up, John. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, <laughs> you know how I do, man. You know how I do. Johnny uh, B says, Tim had a lackluster season before the injury, but still managed to average 14. But JB had y'all crying, y'all eyes out. After leaving, uh, following his MVP caliber season, averages 16. And guess what? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And guess what, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm about to shut oh, that man, down yeah. real quick. We, we already had this talk, Johnny, but go ahead, man. Go ahead, King. I had to talk what about year, already. Go ahead. What, what year was that last year for uh, Tim Hardaway, by the way? You said what, what year? year yeah, what year is that? Like in his career. Tim is 30 now? He's been in the league, what, eight, yeah, eight, nine years now? And what year was that for JB? Oh, this would be his fourth season now. It was his fourth season, okay. So he, he had 16 in a season, uh, which was basically what you're saying about Tim Hardaway having that good season that he had. And JB had 21 in the playoffs in his fourth in his fourth season, and Tim Hardaway Jr. had 17 with his best playoffs in his like tenth season or whatever ninth season. Yeah, man, come on, Johnny B, stop disrespecting. Hey, I, 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 I don't also, disrespect. You Go see ahead. that split that he got right there for JB? You see the split? Mm-hmm. Do you see a split for Tim? For Tim? It's not gonna be that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, it's, it's we, we even, you, even with the 17, it wasn't four and five, most definitely. Exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, Amount says, uh, what would Pat Bell cost? I don't know because I think Pat, Pat Bell is only getting paid eight million. Like it's like he's his contract year. He's only making eight million. He's the so, veteran. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the veteran's minimum. If he gets bought out, I think I think he's the veteran's minimum, basically. Yeah, I think for him it's gonna depend on who he thinking he can win with. Yep, you know he's gonna go play for a championship. He's one of those players at this point. Uh, Stephen said, "What's stopping Dallas from playing their draft picks as a third ball handler?" Uh, like we said, uh, wait, he said draft pick. Oh, but he's not. He's not ready, Stephen. He's not ready, man. If you saw the if you saw the summer league, the dude's not ready. He, he got a lot to work on this this summer, man. I, I should I say this season? Um, not to say like King said, not to say he won't get there. He just he it's it's gonna take time. You gotta remember, this kid was a second round pick, man. Like he's not ready to, to be thrown out there right now. Um, as far like, do you really trust him to be your third ball handler? You you trust him to be in the same vein as what Spencer Dinwiddie and what Jalen Brunson did last year? No. He he needs a lot of work, and the and when we talk about ball handler, we also talk about a guy who can facilitate. Like I said, we're not asking you to be Luca, we're not asking you to be Trey Young, we're not asking nothing like that. But you got to have the capability of facilitating when things break down. And his one weakness coming in is that he's not great at facilitating. So that's one thing he definitely has to work on, man. If you talking about being a, a primary ball handler, so. No, I, I don't think he could be the third ball handler, man. That's why that's why you hear a lot of people saying talking about we need another ball handler with him on the team right now. So yeah. <laughs> Keep, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking ahead at Johnny B. What Johnny saying now, man? He said, "I hope my friends and family believe me, like King believed John Green." Oh man, remember Johnny B? I believed in in Jalen Brunson as well. You see what happened with that one. Got that man paid. Uh, Coy says, I have thoughts. Uh, I have thought of it a lot in Frank's defense and playmaking is going to take a big step this year. I hope so, Coy, unless they trade him. But, yeah, I hope so. So, I believe I see us in a three or four seed as if we make a good move like uh, Bev, maybe even better than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we said the same thing, Coy. Definitely said the same thing. I agree. Like, it's not like a super-duper splashy move, but it's a very intelligent move and, and it fills a hole. Couple holes, you no know, defense, and you know, if you see another ball handler, uh, maybe getting him too can probably keep put, uh, like I said, put Spencer on the bench. I mean, but I, I doubt it though. I think kid wants to see Spencer in the start lineup. Uh, Johnny says Tim in his fourth season averaged 14, three and two. <gasps> what he averaged 14 and a half, three and two. Oh my god, <laughs> those so gaudy JB numbers. Still wasn't much, JB still wasn't much better. <laughs> JB what? JB what? Five inches shorter than uh than Tim Hardaway, getting two hey, more and, rebounds. And hold on, King, wasn't that on a bad New York team too? Two more rebounds, two more assists, which means that he either getting the two or three, either one of those times. So that's either counting for four more points or five more points or six more points. It could be actually Johnny B. Um, and he scored a point and a half more, and he's getting two more rebounds than him, and he's five inches shorter than him. Yeah. One of them and is I more bad. Was on a bad New York team. So you tell him you couldn't get better numbers than that on a bad team, Johnny. One of them got an eighty million dollar contract and is looking at it might be ba- a bad contract, and one of them just signed a hundred and twenty million dollar contract. Well, hundred a hundred million dollar contract. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeffrey says if Nico pulls off a trade of Bertans without giving up any first someone. 
uh, oh, someone sure. needs to make a shirt saying Nico, we true. Well, hey, we're, we're working we on might, that. We might, we might, on be that doing that. We might be doing that for real. Yeah, like you said, he pulled that off, man. You is Jesus now. <laughs> I ain't never questioning Nico if he do something like that. And then, like, and if he do that without having to give up, like, you know, so or really to take anything back in return, like, say, I mean, like, say, say the other team don't want to dump or whatever, like, say they was able to get him off with like him and like a second round pick or something, and like, you just got a guy you can like cut or something. Yeah, Nico, Nico be the man because that one move, man, can dip us back under the salary cap, too. So. Johnny B says Frank over uh, Josh and Hardy. No, nah. we're about to Frank's see about so- Josh, but yeah, Hardy not ready right now. So yeah, I, I I say that Frank should be further line at this point in his career or further along. So right now, Frank is like like if Josh and Frank, if I compare them together, Frank is more like a guy that's been in college for longer. If that makes right. sense. And Frank, I mean, I feel like Josh is a guy that has more potential as far as more skill and uh more just raw ability but frank right now has been in college longer so when like the playoffs came around and all you had him as far as a guy that could hold the ball for a second and all and help you out better than what josh green could do but i still feel like josh green would be better by the end of his career and johnny b said tim was on the hawks in his four seat and yeah oh hold on that that don't mean anything either, uh johnny because the hawks weren't that weren't good either around that time so either way he go he was on a bad team they ain't even have nobody that could that score twenty a game. They young and all them at that time, man. So yeah. Well, maybe I, they might have ISO Joe at that point. ISO Joe. Uh, no, I don't think Joe was on that team at the time. He wasn't there. Okay. Uh, hmm. let's see. Oh wait, Jared said. Let's see what he said. He says, uh, he said Bertans owe another forty nine million if you include his player option. No one wants that, and and that's what we're saying, Joe. Like if he can find a way to move that. Because nobody wanted KP's contract either. We saw that got moved. And, like, you know, chances are right now with Bertons, because people still saw potential. I don't know why. People still, still saw potential in, in, in uh, KP. It's just that with Bertons, I, I don't think they see that much of potential because he's a one-dimensional player. So you might have to attach some type of pick to his contract which is what we'd be kind of saying, too. But if he can pull that off, man, if he find a way to pull that off, he, Nico would be – man, I don't even know what to say. Nico would be the greatest GM I've ever seen in my life. Pull I, ain't moves, gonna, I ain't going to be a uh, – like, a, I ain't going to be too harsh on the guy. KP was nice, man. Uh, it is what it is. They saw potential with him because he was nice. Good night, everybody. Okay, I guess you didn't think it was nice. The KP KP was nice. Like there was a reason that everybody thought they'd be the got running mates for the next ten or so years. No, that's no. I was, I was joking, but yeah, that's why. Remember, that's why. That's why Washington picked them up. They, everybody still see potential. Like nah, you know now, is. now his whenever, legs are done. Whenever everybody, you know, whatever you get that person, what's the thing they always say? Oh, I can. Yeah. Like with the Kyrie thing. Oh, if we get on my team. I can. You know, what I'm saying nah. oh, KP, I, I can do this. You know, compared to everybody else. Oh man, Jefferson, cussing. Before you uh I'm sorry, but before you did skip a mouse question up early, we'll get back to it, all right. But um before the season starts right now. Oh, hold on, King. Okay. Amount um re- repost it. My, I didn't mean I didn't mean to skip, but repost that question again. But uh who's that who's the number two guy in Washington? Is it is there a, a clear cut? That's a good question. You think you think, you think KP is all the three? 
with the uh, Kuzma. You think Being Kuzma two? gonna? You think Kuzma gonna be gonna be three or want to be a three? That's a great question. Cause Kuzma really feel like he kind of took that step over there in Washington, like he was his team last year, and that's even with Bradley Beal coming back. Uh, you know, street clothes, street clothes do have an All Star game, but uh, Kuz does have a ring. If you had, excuse me, if you had to call it, who, who's number two? I think right now it's pro- it's probably street clothes, but I think potential wise at this point, I think it's Kuz. I don't think Kate. I think Kuz has the potential to be better than. Uh, street clothes kid now. If street clothes maybe, really got maybe he'll be better, bro. At, at, at three, because remember we were kind of talking about he wasn't really a two. Maybe he's a three, and maybe we'll probably finally see what that he looks is. like when he'll be in a three. He, he is. I told you yeah. he, sh- he should have been. He should be your Kevin Love. That's at the point of his career right now. He should have been your Kevin Love on his team. The thing is, he was making too much money and came in for the. No, it's not. It's not shots fired because I believe he could be a championship level player. He just has to be a Kevin Love. Not a, he can't be a number two. He got to be a number three. If he'd have gave you the numbers, okay, let's. If he'd have gave you what he gave to you as a number three, would you have been worried about it? Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Jeffrey says, "King, stop cussing, man." I want to apologize for his language, y'all. Uh, Johnny oh, says, "The Hawks made the playoffs that year with uh, Millsap, Schroeder, King's favorite player, Bazemore." Dwight Howard and and it was that was the White Howard year. Yeah, I mean, hey, and you saying that you you named all those guys without without naming THJ, but rattle on my screen right now, I got you frozen playing with your chin here. What for real? Yeah, my moving. No, nah, you still frozen. It uh, may not be on the screen. No, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm gonna say it's moving on one. I'm not sure. Uh, Steven says, uh, has Nixon landed? No, no, he still no. hasn't. They, they yeah, kind of they, they feel like they're screwing him over, I guess. Yeah, he's gonna be for the low. I told you that the Mavericks better be talking to him right now, like they need to be the first people saying we give you the opportunity because he's gonna be a guy that's gonna play for it. He's gonna so, have to play for it. The thing is, if he signs his qualifying, say he signs, go ahead and sign the qualifying uh deal, when can we get him? If he signs the qualifying deal, we have to wait. But I don't think he's going to sign the qualifying deal. I think he's going to go. So he was what? What what, what pick was he? He was the, the eighth pick? Uh, I want to say eight. So I, I think about the qualifying off about the same amount, just about or not too much more than uh the veterans minimum probably. So if he doesn't want to play for Cleveland anymore, you see what I'm saying? And he knows Cleveland doesn't is, want to give him an opportunity. You can't really do a sign and trade while I'm asking. Like if no, he no, I'm saying sign off for the year. Sign for the vet for the minimum. He may sign for the minimum, is what I'm saying to you. No, nah, he don't have to sign it. For, he, he's he's uh he, if the way the way uh restricted free agency works, if you don't sign that restricted deal, you end up signing a qualifying offer. Now I don't know how much a qualifying offer for him would be. It's like a certain portion or whatever. That, that's but. what I'm saying. I don't think it's that much. So what I'm saying is I don't think he likes Cleveland enough where he's going to sign the qualifying offer. He may just not sign a deal and go sign with somebody else. To get a better yeah, role, okay, to okay, get a bigger contract. If Cleveland renounces his restrictions, yeah, I think, I think Cleveland is going to renounce him. I don't think Cleveland wants you him. You don't think Cleveland will try to get something in return for him? If, Which is if why nobody the right now. If nobody wants him, say at the end of the day, this this, this whole thing keeps going out, and nobody wants him, and nobody does anything for him. They're going to have to do it eventually. So what's this? July. 
Yes. Uh, training camp start when? In uh, August, ain't it? It was no, September. In September? Yeah, September. September. Okay, yeah. So yeah, there we go. Jason is uh, it's about seven point five. Okay, so yeah, I know. So I know it's a certain like if you do the qualifying offer. I know it's a certain percentage, and That's for him to be a not, free agent, you're gonna have to renounce his restriction. And it's not a huge qualifying offer. That's what I'm saying. It's not like you got a huge offer where you like, man, you gotta keep that money. If the Cleveland's saying if he can go somewhere else and get a bigger role doing something to get himself more money the next year. I'm saying he may just go and sign a prove-it deal with somebody else. I don't think he wants to be in Cleveland either. Or he just said, I just signed the qualifying offer right by now. I think I think they're still waiting to see if there's a chance he could uh, facilitate a trade before. I think that's like a last-minute type of thing, a last-resort like type thing. But yep. like you said, because he, he stayed in Cleveland, what was he going to do there? They nope. already had their sales kind of established, and then they they drafted some people. Yep. This year, you saw one of the guys they drafted. One of the guy we looked at. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, Cleveland does not want him. They do. They already. They've said that last year. They oh, yeah, knew they said, before this contract came up to... that he yeah. he wasn't a part of this team before he even got hurt. He knew he wasn't yeah, a part of this hurt, team. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm like, I, the, I think he might take like the vestment if you can get 1.5 or so to just say I'm gonna go prove it and have. It depends on if you want more of a role. So say he takes a seven point, he takes a qualifying hey, hey, offer. We better hope that uh, we better we better hope that they renounce that restriction. Then that's that's what I'm saying. I hope that he just sits there and the Mavericks are talking to him in his ear and saying, "Hey, come prove it." Because if he says seven point five to not have a role where I may not get a bigger contract at all, or take one point five but have a role where I may be able to get like a, another contract for like over ten million dollars a year the next year, like do you not? Like he might take, the, he might take it. I think I, I just want to see what Keenum can do with him. Uh, Mal says, "How do we give the young players playing time versus coming out the out the gate hot?" Um, now when you say young players amount, are we talking about? Because really, Jalen Hardy. I know, I know, Josh Green is young, but he's now in part of the, you know, somewhat part of the the contributing rotation somewhat. So. If you're talking about how we're gonna give him, Jalen Hardy, some playing time, so I, I, like I said, I don't see it just being. I, I kind of see him dabbling in the G League just to kind of get some run to work on his game, because the only way he's gonna get better and the only way he's gonna work on his game is he, if he actually plays. And this team right now is pretty much in champ, championship type of aspirations. No matter what we think about the roster and all that stuff, it's like once you make that step to the West Conference Finals. All, all, all bets off, man. Like that's what your goal is to be, Western Conference or up. And so, yeah. if that's the case, us trying to pencil in some time to groom him in while we're trying to do our thing, I just don't see that happening. So it's gonna it's gonna take him some time. Like you know, you might see him out there during blowouts and stuff like that, or like I said, him getting some run in the in the G League or something like that. But as far as him being like just getting major minutes and stuff like that, I I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Not yet. I agree. Uh, Johnny says Kuz is clearly the better player out of him. And dang, Johnny said, "Man, I I agree, Johnny." Be at this point. Amal says, uh, "Dwight Howard's career such lost potential. Dude just didn't have that killer instinct and just like the Superman moniker. I don't don't even think it's that amount. It's just it's just like 
I've talked about this before, man, with players. What make great players great is understanding that they need to add certain things to the game and they have to change. The white didn't change with the times. You saw big man starting to stretch out a little bit more. The white didn't really have a go-to move. All he tried to do was just try to, you know, bully and bowl right through you to get his shots instead of having some type of post game or some type of post move. Like we could say we want about Shaq, but Shaq, what's that saying? He say he'd jump hook you to death. He always had something to go back to if he couldn't get exactly to the rim. You know, we talk about Jordan. Jordan was a high flyer, man, throughout his young days. But Jordan understood, like, yo, I'm playing the Celtics. I'm playing the Pistons. They constantly beat me up as I'm going to the hole. So I have to add some type of facet to my game. And that's how he ended up with the mid-range and the fadeaway. Dirk, same way. You needed something. In the, you wanted me to be in the post? Let me try to be effective in the post by having that one-legged fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what great players do. LeBron's pretty much been in every era of basketball since being in the league for 20 years. And every and every time he uh, – as long as time has gone on, he's added something to his game to now to the point he's shooting threes now. LeBron wasn't doing that at the beginning of his career. He was shooting, but he wasn't, like, great at him. Now, you know what I'm saying, he's a, he's a very competent three-point shooter now. And he's so a good shooter. That was, follow this. Yeah. And so that's what Dwight Howard didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you probably seen him doing, like, little working on some stuff, like, every like during, like, warm-up and stuff like that. But it's like, are you actually working on your game, though, to where you'll be relevant for another five to ten years? You know what I'm saying? Like, players like an MB, their game is going to be relevant for another five to ten years because they're able to adapt their game to today's game. That's not what Dwight Howard did. But like you said, Dwight Howard, potential. For like what eight or nine years, he was considered like the second best player in the league behind LeBron. So it was very dominant. Carried a Orlando team to the finals as the main guy. So still think he should have been top seventy five, but that's a story for another day. It's simple, simple like you said, uh, Ralph. No post up, which is a which is a face up player. That was yeah. always the White House issue. It was like you can't post. He just faced up and had to do a move. It was like he wasn't he wasn't good enough at that. He wasn't like elite. At doing yeah. that, so it was like, "Where's your post up?" And he didn't have it. Made made a name for his defense. Yeah, his defense was amazing, though. Uh, of course, it's sexy he my made, guy he, uh, at Bama, uh, live in T town. He said, "I wanted him so much, man." I remember I watched that game that Sexton played at Alabama, where it was like three on five because he had that little brawl, and most of his team got uh, ejected out the game. He was only like three of them. And he almost single-handedly beat that team by itself. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, man. I remember that game. That's probably one of the wildest games I've ever seen in my life, man. Three against five. And he he was out there cooking them by itself. That's what I knew. I was, I was like, yeah, calling that dude, man. Uh, it's your boy. It was good, man. He said they offered him a solid deal uh, at three for uh, 40 mil, but he said no. What's that a year, King? It's uh, less than 15. That's what's, uh 12. 13, about a little over 13, 13.3. Which is funny because that's what I heard that he might have been, they might be, teams might be wanting to offer him. Yeah, but you know he don't feel like that. This Colin Saxon is like a 20-point a game score for his career. Yeah. yeah. You know he that? Like, and he, 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 his scoring average went up every year. Yeah. And Except he, I for know this year because he doesn't have injuries and stuff. He doesn't do a bunch of other stuff, I feel like. So they're trying to categorize him as like a, a guy that should be a six-man, like um, – yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lee Will type of player and all that. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, but I know him being such a young player and all scoring twenty points a game for his career already is like, man, how am I not making at least twenty million dollars a year? 
they lowball that dude. Uh, Jay said vet minimum is about one point four. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's not too big of a difference for him to say. I'll go ahead and uh take it. Uh, Johnny B. Here we go. He said, "Don't kill me." He said, "But I don't think Sexton is a good fit here. He's a ball hog and shoot uh, ch- a shot chunker who really isn't a good facilitator. He can create for himself though, but can't see where he fits in." So he's saying kind of like T- Tim Hardaway Jr., but can't even facilitate, can't even create for himself that great. And so also saying better- four points. So he's better creating for himself than Tim Hardaway Jr. Does everything Tim Hardaway Jr. does, but then has an even better upside of creating for himself. That's what you're saying, Johnny B. Just and he's a sure. better score than Tim, Johnny. That's what I'm, I'm just and saying. And he's younger. He probably is. He probably averages more assists and rebounds as well, and probably is a better defender because Tim Hardaway Jr. is like one of the be- one of the worst defenders in the NBA at six foot five. Oh, he's a bad defender. He's probably the worst. He's he's down there with Trey Young and all. He's he's towards that level. Jesus. <laughs> so Jeffrey said, "Would you rather have sex in a bed? Which uh, would be a better fit?" I uh, I go. You talking about talent wise, Sexton, but fit? I think Bev. Bev, yep. Because he's somebody who does not have to have the ball. Sexton does have to have the ball. And I think with Bev on the team, it could it could naturally switch Dinwiddie back to the bench. I know a lot of folks don't want to hear us keep saying that, but I just feel like that's the best position for Spencer Dinwiddie to be at. Uh, Jay says our best bet for Sexton is to offer Dwight Green and a second to get the salary of fourteen a year to start. Yeah, I don't want to give up Green. I got, I got... Yeah, you think we uh, give up Bertans for Sexton? You think Bertans, Dwight, in a, in a second rounder? The reason why I don't think Bertans, not just because of the contract, but excuse me, you already have a, a kind of a, a that position kind of filled with Lori Marketing. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They did sign Lori Marketing. Like if they didn't have Lori, I would have said, I, I could see that because they need another shooter. And they I'd have rather have clean guys. And I'd have rather have Lori right now than Bertans, man. We talked, man, we, we talked about that last year, remember? I, I know, bro. And people was calling us crazy. I know. Against Minnesota, do you remember what he's talking about? Mm, no, I probably something I've said out loud. Maybe oh. saying it against him, maybe. Uh, I think that was it, man. That's it, King. It was a quick one tonight. Nice. I mean, I know we're trying to get top. We're trying to get uh content. I was watching the short story real quick, watching TGK's new video that he brought out today, and uh, he was on there making content about trying some uh, what is it, uh, Posole. Uh, like out the can and know, uh, and giving content on that. So I was like, oh, TGK, man. It was an awesome video. And I'm like, the Mavs just aren't doing anything. So we just struggling for content. So I understand. But it was all good. It was a good video. Check it out, y'all, if y'all haven't already. Yeah, please check out TGK. We got one more here. Uh, Johnny B says, uh, so y'all want a team with two THJs? <laughs> no. THG can't oh, facilitate. Hold on, let me read the read. Just a shorter one with no facial. Go no, ahead. Take it, man. I'm going to let you take it. THJ can't facilitate. The, the thing is, is that if we get, if we get, uh, what's his name? Um, golly, Sexton over here instead of THJ, if he plays THJ's role that we are going to get, but also can have control the ball and pass it, then that's a win. So, Technically, I'd rather have Sexton than Tim Hardaway Jr. If Sexton is okay after his injury, 
what I'm saying. That's a dog, so, man. Yeah, I, I'm, Sexton can get he's he scores and he's efficient. It's not like he's he's inefficient. Yeah, he's, a, he's efficient yeah. at shooting at scoring. So he, he's better. He, you know what? Kyle hey, Sexton's better than Tim Hardaway. I'm glad. I'm glad. Is Tim Hardaway ever average uh, 23 in the season? Never. Never. Oh, I think okay. the most he has is like 19 in yeah. the season. That was with 19. Atlanta, I think, or whatever. One of those yeah, I think years. it was Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, but no. Like, I absolutely do not think so. I think, truthfully, you might be able to call and say Colin Sexton's better than Tim Hardaway Jr. That might be He's younger, too. True. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might be true. Uh, okay, that's what it was. Cool. You're right. It was Minnesota. That's what it was. I remember now. Yeah, I remember that game, man. That, that was crazy, man. I was like, I've never seen that before because they were trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, Minnesota only got like three guys. I mean, uh, Alabama only had three guys left. Minnesota three had guys. their five. Uh-huh. Well, cook, Sexton's out there cooking. When I, like I said, when I saw that game, I was like, yeah, that boy Sexton. I, I watched yeah. him in high school, and to see him do that on, on uh, in college for uh, Avery Johnson, bro, I was like. Right. Plus, he he's one of those guys that likes proving people wrong, too. Yeah, and I like that they have a he has like a chip on his shoulder, and I like that people are trying to like underplay his value and how good he actually is. So I think if he comes on another team, the next team he's going to actually show off. Like I, re- I really, I, I, man, I and, no and what you just said, that's been his whole career, been his whole basketball life. Yeah, in, like in I, high school, he wasn't a top recruit until like his second, uh, no, to his senior yeah. year in high school. That's when he made what a name say, for himself. Yeah, what we say patterns, right? We talk about yeah. patterns on the show all the time. Patterns and. He's showing me a pattern that he's a dog. So, why not? Uh, Jay says, uh, if you want to swap Bertans in that trade, you are going to have to throw in a first or two. <sighs> Dang it, Jay. You hurt my feelings, man. Hurt my I'm not feelings. I'm not throwing in the first for Colin Sexton, Jay. I know. Man, that's why I asked a crazy question. about. we keep Bertans in. Second round, yeah. But either way, uh, when he said Laurie Markin, it's you're right. It's an end anyway. It's, they're not going to take him. Uh, say, uh, Steve says, uh, was, uh, hold on. Oh, he says, um, Sexton straight up for TAJ. Psh, I would. If Sexton didn't get injured, I'd I do said it, right Johnny. Now. If Sexton did not get injured, I'd do it right now. I I can't. I still on, gotta man. watch Sexton play, man. I'm not gonna just say go ahead and he come off the injury. And- Bro, we, we had we had Johnny B on the ropes, and you just let him off, man. Golly. Nah. Coy says, uh, was Herb at the Pels on that team? To my Herb Jones, was he on that team? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he was, Coy. Now that you mention it. Wait, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. Because Herb Jones, what? This is like his second year, right? I think so. Sex has been in the league four years. So That's I, I don't think so, Coy. I don't think he's on that team. No, yeah, I don't think he was on that team because uh, Sexton that was uh, four years ago, and then he did that. How long was Herb Jones in college? Was he if he was in college? Sexton did his freshman year. No, I know, but how long was Herb Jones in college? Is what I'm saying. Maybe. Oh yeah, Herb came afterwards. Yeah, I think he was in college. Herb came afterwards, so it don't even matter. He came afterwards, yeah. But I'm thinking maybe hold on. Like that was on that team. I think that's who we're thinking of. But could that have been Herb's freshman year though? What I'm saying is, could it have been Herb's freshman year and then he played more years? No, 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 because then that means he would have been a freshman for two years. This is second year. This is this is a uh, second fourth year. It's a two year. Yeah, no, I'm saying could Herb have been there for more than two years? Like, could Herb? How long was Herb in college? Is what I'm asking. Do you know he was there just one year for sure? Oh, I, I'm not sure. 
Yeah, can say he was there for three years. If he was there for three years, then it could work. I don't even know if Herb is older than him, though. Uh, I, I don't know. Older than him, I, think. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Johnny B. I see. Yeah. He said, "I do remember sex and cooking uh, Kyrie and some uh, and some Kyrie." Yeah. He said in Brooklyn. Yeah. What, what he had at uh, 40p? Yeah, I saw that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that game. I remember that one. He, he did cook him. That's why I said Sexton got a Sexton a dog, man. I've been watching that boy since high school. He a dog. Uh, yeah. Okay. Still year after that. Yeah. And I think I I think I know who you are thinking of too, Corey. If you think it, you, you thought he was on that team, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, her was a year after that. I'm gonna say because uh-uh. I see Gerard saying that THJ come up for injury too, but um, Gerard, that's not the so I'm not worried about Timmy Tim Hardaway Jr.'s injury. He broke he broke a bone. He'll be fine. Yeah, breaking I, I, a bone, you come back, you come back stronger. Yeah, as long as it's not a muscle or like a meniscus or nothing like that, a bone is fine. Uh, listen, to Paul George broke a bone, came out the skin and all that, and it can't like. Breaking bones is fun. It comes back stronger. I'm worried about muscle and ligaments. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that game. Okay, it's cool. So, yeah, he was there. He said uh, Herb was there for two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, man. That's going to probably do it for us, guys. We definitely appreciate y'all, man. It was a good, eventful show tonight, guys. We definitely appreciate it. Um, Listen, if you guys are brand new to the channel, guys, do us a huge you choose you's favorite king out here showing off guys please hit that subscribe button guys we got a lot more coming your way i know right now y'all it's kind of it's quiet right now i know and i think i posed on on uh on our show page on twitter i asked like other content creators are they having a, a hard time trying to come up with content like you said tgk over here talking about hot sauce or whatever i forgot what it was <laughs> I, I haven't seen that video yet um i need to hit him up too but yeah um so yeah, like I said, guys, I know it's gonna be kind of. I know it's kind of getting a little dry. We hope everybody hoping and praying that some type of, you know, trade or something, man, come come down with for Dallas, man. But right now it's just quiet for everybody to the point that even ESPN and those guys are. I see the thumbnails all the time. They just coming up with just random stuff. What what if KD wore number five for the for this team? It's like bro, that's just that's kind of stuff they're coming up with right now, man. They they don't know they don't know what to do with themselves. But yeah, but anyway. Hit that subscribe button, guys. If you guys are into math content, guys, we definitely got more content coming your way. So today is Tuesday. On Friday morning, guys, we will have another episode of We Talk Mavs at uh, 10.30 a.m. Also, we do our Spaces show, uh, our Spaces combo on Twitter at, on at Sundays at around 9.30 to 10. So uh, guys can join us on there. Guys, you see right there, Bundy King, you got We Talk Mavs. On Twitter, all one word, and of course, you got we talk underscore mass on Instagram. That's ran by our man in the chair, Daryl. Also, guys, if you're listening to us on the podcast streaming services, guys, if you you see see that donation option, man, if you guys are finding your heart to donate a little bit, that will be appreciated. Every little bit helps. It goes towards the channel, guys. We definitely we definitely appreciate that. Uh, let's see, anything I'm missing, King? Anything I'm missing? Share, share, and more share. And also like this content too, guys. That'll help us out a lot too. Please. Hold on. Let me let me ask these last two, then we finna go, y'all. Uh Johnny says, like y'all always say to me, if Sexton was good, why he's still a free agent. Teams usually sign good players, right? The Cavs uh don't want them. 
And the Cavs don't want him because he's not a good player. He's just not a good fit for them. It's a they got Darius Garland. Darius Garland better than him. Exactly. exactly. That's the reason why. And then he's coming off of injury as well. So it is. Exactly. What it is. I know you compare him to TJ Warren, but TJ Warren is much older. And he just – nobody wanted him. It's just a situation with Sexton right now as far as the contract situation. And, all. and T.J. Warren had one good bubble year. And, that was and, he still, and he still wasn't better than Colin Sexton. Like, Colin Sexton still was nope. better than for his career. Uh, and then last one here, uh, Stephen says, is Frank not capable of facilitating? He is, but he's – He's more of a he's more of a roller, a role player than a facilitator. Like he fits more a, in a role. Like when we say a, facilitator, like Spencer Dinwiddie is a facilitator, but we want you want him to be more of a role because he's not very aggressive on offense either. Because you want your ball a, handler to create pressure on the defense, and it's not really what Frank does. He's a ball handler. He can just dribble the ball. He's not really a facilitator. He's not. Yeah. That's what Frank is not really a facilitator. We guys, we watched the playoffs last year. I mean, was he getting a bunch of assists and all that shit? No. Like, he isn't a uh, facilitator. He's, 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 he's a playing defense. Yeah, and if he gets the ball, he can dribble the ball up the court a little bit and all be a guy. Like, you read that, him, him dribbling the ball in like a dodo or so up the court. So, he's that type of guy. He can handle the ball. That's why he plays point guard at times. But he's not really a facilitator. Not at all. If he was, he'd be Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he really would. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna probably do it for us, guys. Listen, like we said, we'll be back here Friday morning at ten thirty. Sunday on Spaces on Twitter at about nine thirty to ten o'clock, so guys can join us on there. With all that being said, guys, it is your boy Real, and joining me is a man in the fresh, brand new, out the box G League Ignite Jalen Hardy jersey, which I'm kind of jealous now. I'm not gonna lie to you, my boy King. We will be back here same map time, same map channel. Catch you guys here again very, very soon.